it's time to break down what went right and what went wrong during yesterday's game. Severe Reaction is on the air with your host, Michael Severe, and the most important voice of all, yours. Severe Reaction starts now. Powered by Equitable Bank, we take banking personally only on 1620 The Zone. That is Brederson, the tight end, who now motions left. Back to throw is McCarthy. Gets hit by Garrett Nelson and brought down. There's a Big Mac sack. So the Big Mac is buy one, get one free on Monday at McDonald's. Garrett Nelson's fifth sack of the season. Yeah, really good job of getting around Barnhart there. Kicking to the south end zone. Snap down. Leak Rhodes kick sailing towards the uprights, and the kick is... Good. He just got it over the uprights. He kicked it into a little bit of a breeze. He didn't hit that very well. But that's an All-State field goal. Switch to All-State and save and get protected from this year's mayhem as the Oscars, for the first time in a game, got inside that mosaic red zone. And mosaic, their mission is crop nutrition. Learn more at cropnutrition.com. So points got on the board. Yeah, Man, I think get, get the goose egg off the board. And... A wing to the near side. One wide out split right. They turn. Take the handoff, back to throw, firing into the right, wide open Ronnie Green. Touchdown, Nebraska lost Ronnie Green. And Michigan goes up two scores. Green's second touchdown of the year. Boy, how does Nebraska lose their president? Yeah, Ronnie Bell. And that's going to end the game. And Michigan gets the victory here on a cold and snowy start to the game. Wolverines, the third-ranked team of the land, trying to fight for a spot in the playoffs here in a couple of weeks. Leave Michigan Stadium with a 34-3 win today over the Nebraska Corners. Recruiting. We have to recruit better. Every position. You're 3-7. Every position. We have to recruit better as a staff. And we will. Welcome to Severe Reaction here on 1620 The Zone. Following yesterday's loss by Nebraska, 34-3 to Michigan. We start the show off heading to an airport. Stephen N. Sippel, of course, from Husker Online on 3 Network, joining us here on Severe Reaction. Steve, what airport are you at? Detroit? Yeah, yeah, in Romulus, right outside Detroit. Nice, man, nice. We appreciate you taking time. You know, uh, you, you wrote about it. It was all about being physical in the trenches. Michigan showing Nebraska the path of where they have to go to get where they want to be? I believe that. I mean, obviously, Michael, you know football is pretty complicated, and there's a lot that has to go right. And there's a lot of moving parts. But, yeah, I mean, I think Michigan, I think it does. I think that game exemplifies a lot of different things. I mean, I really like the way Harbaugh does it. And it starts up there. It starts, I'd say it starts up front on offense. They're really good up front, Michael. I mean, if you yeah. look at their guys up front, they look different than what Nebraska has. Um, they move the line of scrimmage. I mean, they, I mean, you know, there was, that, there was those scrums where the line of scrimmage would move six, seven, eight yards. Yeah. They were getting, you know, basic run plays. They, their push gets them five. You know, their push gets them four, whereas Nebraska's push might get them one or two. And that adds up, obviously. Um and yeah, it's Michigan's a good program, really good program right now. I mean, Arbaugh in his eighth season has that machine operating at a really high level. I'm, hey, Michael, all three phases. Yeah, Jay Norvell said that's the best special teams he's ever seen. 
So they're good. I mean, they're really good. Here's the funny part about it, because people will go, well, duh, it's the it's the blueprint for Nebraska. But it's also the blueprint for Ohio State, right? They out-physicaled Ohio State last year. Now you see Ohio State trying to be more like Michigan this year to compete with them in a couple of weeks. They're the kind of example for the whole conference, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, Ohio State, I think, yeah, there's everybody. Those teams have to adjust. And yeah. Michigan adjusted to Ohio State. Michigan adjusted to Ohio State speed. Yep. Um, they did a good job there. Now, yeah, I think Ohio State does have to adjust to Michigan's physical presence because Michigan bullied Ohio State last year in the second half of that game. You know, it was snowing and Michigan just got nasty. And yeah, of course that gets Ohio State's attention. Got everybody's attention except Georgia didn't seem to get. <laughs> Georgia wasn't too uh, impressed apparently, but Georgia had a kind of you know they had a kind of a once in a lifetime defense at Georgia last year, um, so that took care of Michigan. But Michigan's really tough. I- I'm just really impressed. That seems tough. It'd take yeah. a lot to go in there and win right now. Steve Simple joining us here on Severe Reaction. You want to look for some signs for the last two games, like some positive. We thought Ernest Hausman played great. I thought both Nebraska's yeah. corners really fought yesterday. What are some of the the po- positives that there is any you take from the game yesterday? How yeah, for sure Hausman. Just close he, the way he closes on the balls really it shows you sort of a lot of potential. Certainly the corners played well. I thought I don't know the defense just in general its level of fight is really impressive. I right. mean, they really they're out man and that's situation but they it's not you know they they scrap and they kept scrap and i missed the fourth quarter so i was writing but they scrapped through the third quarter um positives positives i'm trying to think of positives on offense i mean piper continues to play pretty well actually um great piper graded well actually ben hart has graded well the last two games but there's not a lot of positives on on the offense there's a major league struggle right now. We we talk about talent all the time, and Mickey was pretty forthright by saying we got to recruit better. Isaac Gifford has to go back and play center because a walk-on gets hurt after the starter gets suspended. Where are all the guys they've been recruiting at safety and in the secondary to where you got to take your nickel guy and put him back at safety? I didn't know Sanford was hurt. He got banged up on a punt, on um punt oh, coverage. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then he was out, and then Isaac Gifford had to go back and play safety, which he hasn't done in all season. Yeah, we're, we're now Deshaun Singleton played ten snaps. Yeah, yep. he's out of the he's out of JUCO. Right. Um, you know, you wonder where Noah Pola Gates is in this conversation. Um, I, you know, apparently just hasn't practiced to a level where they feel comfortable with him. Uh, they brought in Kane Williams from Alabama, maybe just not quite ready. Um, yeah, I, I mean, now here's the, here's the thing though. Right. I mean, I, I give Phelan Sanford credit sure. for Rhett Rice. I mean, he passed scholarship guys. That happens. I mean, Luke Reimer is a walk on and he passed scholarship guys. So I, uh, it happens. Um, I don't know. I don't think they're that bad off there. Gifford. I think Gifford would say he played pretty well. Gifford always plays pretty well. And Buford always plays pretty well, so I didn't think it was a I didn't think it was a a glaring issue. Did you? Well, I just depth wise to say they <laughs> each year they're bringing in two or three guys for back there who are either corners or DBs, and uh-huh. the majority of them we don't see. 
That's my thing. They right. had to bring they had to bring a six year guy in from UCF to get some time. They got to bring a JUCO in again, and now you got to walk on and Phelan Sanford, who is a great special teamer, but I don't know what he is as a safety. It's just it's just disconcerting to think that all these guys have been recruited that don't play. Is that a, is that bad evaluation or is it bad development? That's the the biggest question we have over these last four or five years. I think. Oh, there's a lot. Of, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of questions about both all of that, and that's a lot of the reason that Nebraska is in the fix it's in, and it's a massive fix right now. Yeah. It can, but you know what? It can turn. I mean, you look at what Brian Kelly's done. It. I mean, tough comparison at LSU, but do UConn instead. Like, Sip, do UConn instead. How about that well, for a comparison? I, I the, only, <laughs> the only thing I can say about LSU. Yeah. Is think, now, Michael, they only had 30-some scholarship players right. when when Kelly arrived. So right. he whipped around the roster really fast in the, in the toughest league in the in the land. Oh, I know. And he brought in, he hired 47, you know, staff members. I mean, he, he changed everything at LSU, and they're 8-2. But, yeah, no, you're right. UConn, Jim Mora, Jim Mora, I've always felt, is an excellent coach, and I'm glad he's it's showing at UConn. Oh, you know, if it's a three-time coach of the year, Brian Kelly, who people doubted he fit the culture at LSU. You know what the culture is at LSU? Hey, win. If you could win for us, we'll love you. That's all it is. Sip, let me, let me ask you before you get on the plane. The Big Ten West, okay. when you look at the Big Ten West, is it do you, do you take that as being a positive for Nebraska going forward? Because obviously they're not that far off. Anybody can beat anybody. Or when you look at the physicality of those teams in the Big Ten West, is it still a long way off because of the way Nebraska's playing right now? Yeah, the physicality, they got pushed around by Illinois. Okay, they really did. Michigan second half. Around. Minnesota second yeah. half. Yeah, Minnesota, yeah, to a slightly lesser extent, Yeah, um, did. But, yeah, I, I mean, here's the thing, Michael. I think the way I think about the West, it's going to be extinct here pretty soon, so I don't put a lot of thought into it. Yeah. I, don't know how the, I don't know how the league's going to be. A, you know, I don't know what the configuration's going to be, but it's not going to be the Big Ten West, I don't think. So, I don't put a lot of thought into that right now. Um, it's just the critical element in, in all this is what we what we talked about with Moore and Kelly. You got if you can get the right guy. Now it's sort of crapshoot, but if you can get the right guy, you can whip it around pretty fast. But I, you know, that's come on. I don't. There's no magic formula with that conversation. Here's the impossible question I ask you. <laughs> one, a, one a week. Uh, is the starting quarterback for Nebraska on the roster right now for 2023? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. That sounds like a column question. <laughs> Write it up. Uh, I mean, I, I'd like to know what Casey Thompson, what goes through his mind. He'll be 25 um, next October. <laughs> I know, but he, he, he could come back. He could. I, now, he, now, could. He, has, he has told me that it, that a lot of it's tied to Mickey. Right. Mickey's still around in some capacity. Um, yeah, I think Casey could come back. Mm. But, you know, he could transfer again, seek a, maybe a place that he feels is better. Um, ah, that's a good question. I don't I guess no. That's my answer. I, I guess no. Yeah. That was as good, and I know it wasn't great, that we've seen Brock Purdy play. I mean, he led them in rushing when he went out. He can't slide, apparently. But he had two drops, which would have changed his numbers. That's his be- That's the best we've seen him play all year, right? Yeah, he threw a great pass, his first one. And, yeah, he looked He looked like he's, he was more in command. And yeah. he really is a good running threat. That, that, that scramble element, 
is real and good. I mean, he can. That's a problem for defense is the way he can get upfield. Yeah. Um, but yeah, trouble looked pretty good yesterday at times. At times, Sip, we appreciate it. Have safe travels, man. Thank you, Michael. Thanks for having me on. Too, you, thank you for taking the time, Stephen M. Sipple in the Detroit airport as he is heading back to Nebraska. Before we take our first break, we'll go to the phones. That's where Val is this morning on Severe Reaction. What's up, Val? How are you, Michael? Listen, I always enjoy listening to you and Sip talk. Uh, I got a. I just. I'm not uh, angry over uh, yesterday's ball game at all. I felt much much worse uh, years in the past against Ohio State. And yeah. Being routed like that. But I'm perhaps more angry with Scott Frost's production. For three years, he uh, talked about changing his, changing the culture down at school. He brought in guys, bigger players, and they just never seemed to be developed. And I backed up that statement by looking at all the number of guys, Matt Farniak, people like that, yep. who were uh, playing in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So the, a lot of the conversation has been over recruiting. And uh, historically, Nebraska has never recruited those, quote, five-star athletes. You know, we get a couple of four here and there, but a lot of threes. And, but they've always been coached up. And so uh, my hat is off to uh, yesterday's performance by the defense because when you're, when you're playing two games against the number three team in the nation, I thought they stood up as long as they could. They, they like Mickey Joseph said, yeah. they uh, – Never gave up. I was uh, very impressed with with their performance, mistakes, or what otherwise. But uh, my question is, if if the answer is in recruiting, uh, you know how how do you go about getting quality players? What what is the recruiting pipeline? And also, it, 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 that's a reflection on coaching. It seems like every program that's uh, developed. This past year or two, Illinois, uh, even down Kansas, K-State, uh, programs like that, uh, where do those coaches come from? Where, where, what, what's the pipeline for recruiting quality uh, offensive line coaches, offensive coordinators, and things like that? I'd like, you know, I'd like your take on that. Yeah. Also, uh, as a lay person, I love the game of football, but don't know all the nuances. Um, I just, uh, where can you go to learn what what that offensive line is doing wrong? Other than getting beat on the field, which is what the finished product is every week, where what where can a light person learn exactly what the issues are? Well, you, hey, uh, real quick, Val, you know, you know who George Darlington is, of course, right? Yes, yes. George Darlington does a football 101 and I think 202 class where he teaches and uses film to show what Nebraska is doing well, what they're doing poorly. Um, and he, I think it's every, I think it's Tuesdays or Thursday nights. I can't remember which one, but you could Google it. And uh, it's a really good class and teaches a lot the basics and kind of goes over what's good, what's bad in terms of film. Uh-huh. I mean, I, uh, I was, uh, I'm a big, I, I'm going to call myself a big fan or maybe brought into the hype about Nash Huttmacher. Yeah. And I think, I think, personally, I think he's just a middle guard. Right, he's a and he's a, yep, play. yep, he's a zero. We don't play, yeah. we don't play that kind of defense. I mean, I, I mean, he's 
he's a strong, he's a big, strong kid, but his uh, footwork, just he, he's not very fast, and he seems to get, every time I watch, he, he seems to be uh, getting pushed around when, when the offensive lines of the opponents are uh, planning their whole offensive line. Michigan did it a number of times yesterday, yeah. and the other teams do it too. So, uh, uh, battle aside, uh, how does how do uh, how do we change or how do how do we get coaches who really understand how big men play? Because uh, this thing about recruiting and stuff, we've never gotten the best athletes uh, as far as recruiting goes. But there was always time put in to to work with these kids, and occasionally you get the kids with the super big hearts and the drive, you know, the Peter brothers in the past and things like that, uh, uh, Wistrums and stuff like that, which uh, I'm just frustrated because we always talk about recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. What about the coaching? What's the coaching pipeline? How do you find a person like that? And a lot there to digest, but thanks for hearing me out. Hey, Val, we appreciate it. We'll take a break. We come back. We're going to talk some recruiting. And the two keys, I think, for Nebraska to – get back to where they were in terms of the talent level. And it's not really, in my opinion, development, which is huge, but there's two things more important, and I can show you past performance that, sh- that proves that. We'll do that when we come back here. Severe reaction on 1620 The Zone.